You are listening to the audio preaching podcast from North Valley Baptist Church in Santa Clara, California, led by Pastor Jack Treber. Though located in the heart of the Silicon Valley, you will hear fervent, old-fashioned revival preaching from the pulpit of North Valley Baptist Church. It is our desire that you will be helped by this gospel message. When did God's love reach you? Brother Flood, would you go to your grandfather, please? Colonel Harder, will you stand and tell us about when God reached down and you experienced the love of God? And Brother Fenner, in a moment, we'll get you to this section, please. We thank God for Brother Harder. Hold it up real close so it doesn't break there, all right? It was, uh, am I on? Yeah. It was an October evening in 1949. Isn't that wonderful? That God reached down and saved an 11-year-old kid by the name of Carl. Never forgotten it. Though there was a time in my life after that, I didn't have a great church like this in which to grow. But I do remember riding on a bus after that. Mm. And uh, it was that, those, those times of riding on the bus that I remember. And, and much later, finding the church in Rochester, New York, mm-hmm. where my wife and I got our life, she was saved and I got my life turned around to honor God and thank him profusely for oh, loving amen. me. I love Brother Miss Harder, 1949. Just think of that. What a testimony. Dr. Brother Oxford, I am so thankful for you. And I know about your salvation, but tell the church, when did you experience the love of God and how? I wasn't born in a Christian home. When I was uh, 12 years old on a Saturday morning, I was watching cartoons and a knock came through the door. Opened the door and there stood my next door neighbor. She began to explain to me how her and her husband drove a big yellow bus and wanted to take me to church on Sunday morning. And I said, no, I'm not interested. The cartoons are on, but it was during the summer, and I went to stay for about a week with my aunt, and during that time, her and her son began to talk about the end times. I never heard anything like that, and my aunt began to explain to me that uh, when you die, it's not if you're a good person that gets you to heaven, but if you place your faith and trust in Christ, and I didn't place my faith and trust then, but when I got home uh, from that week of vacation stay, I went over to my next door neighbor and I said, can you please pick me up on that bus? And I went to, to church for the yeah. first time and in children's church, I accepted Christ as my savior. Amen. Wonderful. And his family all got saved. His dad's been a Baptist preacher for years. Brother Benny right there, I, I, I've just been watching you. I hope you can speak. You're, you're like, I'm just overwhelmed with God loves us. And Brother Benny's one of our deacons, is a great soul winner. Love souls, Brother Poston tells me often about you. Go ahead. What did you find the love of God? Thank God for his mercy and his grace. Hmm. Amen. Looking back on what I came from, I was a drinker. I was already a professional then when I was in the Philippines. Those that passed the trucks, I just kept it. Hmm. At the same time, I'm drowning in hell. I'm a faithful, devout Catholic. Went to church on Sunday, and even sometimes Wednesday, I attended that uh, charismatic. When my when my mom started that in our community, my barrio, hmm. call it just barrio in the Philippines, but here is Billings. It's still hopeless. There's still emptiness in my heart. 
until my co-engineer, his name is Leo. Can't, I can't forget his name. Hmm. Because it's a part of my Christian life. Thank God. One Wednesday night, he invited me hmm. to Trinity Baptist Church. That's why I don't neglect Wednesday. Yeah. Very important. That's what yeah. pastor used to emphasize. Sunday morning, Sunday evening, Sunday school class, Wednesday. <laughs> that Wednesday night, after the service, pastor showed to me how to get saved. Wow. Romans 6.23 said, For the wages of sin is death. Drowning in hell, I realized how sinful I was. But the keep of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ, our Lord. He is our Lord. I keep on saying, Lord Jesus. But until such time of his appointed time that night, that's the time when I was broken. Hmm. That's the time when I, was, I realized that I'm destined to be in the lake of fire. Until I accepted Christ as my Savior. Tears falling from my eyes. Yeah, right. My heart is so broken. Till then, Amen. life changed my life. If not for Him, I'm not going to reach this age. Hmm. That time when I accepted Christ as my Savior, I was 34 years old. Mm -hmm. I was then married. Challenges came into my life. When my wife gave birth to our first, our, our, our first child, he was, she was here, I was in the Philippines. Mm -hmm. We already scheduled Baptism for our son. <laughs> Getting to get baptized. But when I got saved on February 16, 1994, life changes. Schedule <laughs> changes. No. Baptism, child baptism is not in the word of God. It's not in the Bible. <laughs> By the way, I knew he'd want to be long. Yes. <laughs> I'm sorry. But the transformation, what God did in your life, Penny, is awesome. You try to finish it up, but you're, it's, I, it, what's happened, it's a miracle of God's, and you are a miracle. How God changed, go ahead, I'll finish it up, if you will. That's wonderful. The first uh, very, very challenging in my life, in, when I became a Christian, is when my boss invited me and instructed me to come to, to, to barracks and said, Benny, buy fundador. That's a wine. And I can't hold my breath. I said to Leo, what should I gonna do? While being, <coughs> sitting down with them in front of wine, I can't hold myself yeah. Crying. I have disobedient to 
to the Lord, but I can't do anything. That's the last. And then uh, comes my be best friend following days ahead and said to me, those, those friends, you're no longer with us. You don't know, you don't no longer a friend, such things. Mm. They despise me. And by I the way, I, myself, I, I would know rather that. have Jesus. That really not turning back. That really that back. really turned him to be a soul winner. Thank having you, been rejected. And uh, I, I'm all and you say, well, he talked too long. No, he didn't. I knew he would. Because he's got something to say. And the rest of you are not gonna be that long. One more. Brother 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 Kissel, how about you right there? Tell us about it. But Benny, you, the devil's gonna tell you to talk too long. You were perfect. I loved every minute of it. Yeah. Amen. March 28, 1983, 14 years old, accepted Jesus into my heart at that point, right here at North Valley Baptist Church. And it's what been amazing, absolutely amazing how my life has uh, transformed due to uh, God's word and having a church to help me grow in the Lord has just been absolutely amazing. Mm. Sure love you, Brother Kissel. You're a blessing. Brother Ramers, thank you for that story tonight. She's going to tell you no, but Mrs. Treber, I want you to hear her testimony. We've had all men, but I kind of like hanging around this lady right here. Tell us about, hon, when you got saved, please. I was saved on May 28th, 19, none of your business. And it was during family devotions. My dad was away at Bible college, and as a good wife and mother, my mom proceeded to have family devotions while he was out of town. Hmm. And my older brother and I both got saved that night. And I, to this day, I bragged to him that I got saved first. And he goes, it's just because you were a girl. And then we were baptized, I think, a month or two later. And my brother got a bloody nose in the baptistry waters. Oh, brother. So um, it's been a long journey, but I have been blessed. And I'm thankful for salvation so rich and so free and for a mom who was faithful even when her husband was out of town mm. i'd like you to turn tonight to luke 15 before the elements were passed and there's so many more i like to have i like to have a lot of you here are teenagers and children we have some of the spanish ministry here i wish we could hear it tonight so wonderful to know that god loves me and i look at my life and i, I can't comprehend why he would want to love me. I was, the Bible said, an enemy. I was a stranger. I was a foreigner. I was away from God. I was alienated because of my sin. But for God, so loved the world that he gave. Love tonight, as we think of God's love, and Valentine's Day is coming, love is always an expression. Love is a demonstration. God so loved that he gave. That's the demonstration. Here in his love, not that we loved him, but that he loved us and gave himself. He gave himself for us. Because love always gives. It's Valentine's Day, and I know it's not a Christian holiday and all that business. But I hope that you'll take time of a week from today as Valentine's. And I hope you'll think about the people that you love 
in your life and express it to them. And not just simply express, but give. And God gave his own son. And his son gave his life. There's a great illustration of this demonstration of a man that loved his son. It's found in Luke chapter 15. The Bible says in verse number 11, And a certain man had two sons. The younger of them said to his father, Father, give me the portion of goods that falleth to me. And he divided unto them his living. Not many days after, the younger son took altogether his journey into a far country and wasted his substance with riotous living. When he had spent all, there arose a mighty famine in the land. And he began to be in want. And he went and he joined himself to a citizen of that country. And he sent him to the fields to feed the swine. And when he, when he would fain filled his belly with the husk that the swine did eat, for no man gave him unto him. When he came to himself, he said, How many of my hired servants of my father's house Father, have bread enough to spare, and I perish with hunger. I will rise, go to my father. I will say to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and before thee. I am no more worthy to be called the son. Make me as one of the hired servants. And here's where I love. You talk about a father's love. He arose, he came to his father. While his father was a great way off, his father saw him. You know, that dad, I wonder if every night, perhaps in the morning hour, he'd, he'd go look over the hill and cast his eye to those hills. He said, I wonder if my boy's coming home tonight. I wonder if my boy's coming today. I wonder where my son is tonight. I've preached all over this country for so long, so many Mondays and Tuesdays of my life. I preached this last Monday and Tuesday and yesterday afternoon. Last night, gone home real late. And everywhere I go, everywhere I go, there are parents that are going to bed in this country wondering about their prodigal son or daughter. Every church I go, there's a mother that will say, I'm having a hard time sleeping because I've not talked to my son in weeks, in months, and many times in years. There's something about being a parent, young people. A parent will always love their children. A parent will always look for their children. A parent will always be there for their children. Perhaps there's an odd situation. You know, my, my mother wasn't, or my dad, that's the rarity. Because when you're a mother and you gave birth to that child, that child's part of you. That child's part of your husband. And the Bible says that this, this dad, he, 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 I just, I visualize it all that. I have a picture of many of the Bible stories. I always have a picture of this in my mind. How a father would go and he'd cast his eye. Perhaps he'd put his spectacles on and look and say, I wonder where you are, son. But not only did he go looking for his son, he, he, he would get, go to that place and look. He didn't go hunt him down. 
Boy's got to come home. That's why I'd be careful about leaving this church. And I'm not saying you can't move. I'm saying don't ever leave mad. Because your prodigal son or daughter will not go to another church. They'll come home. I've been here a long time, almost 50 years. Prodigals come home. They don't go somewhere else. And the Bible says his father saw him. Can you imagine that setting as that dad was standing on his property, overlooking those hills, whatever he was looking at? That, that, that looks like my son. That, 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 that boy right there, uh, whoever that is, he's walking like my son. And he saw, the Bible says, him, and had compassion. Watch, watch what dad does. And ran and fell on his neck and kissed him. You see, when you love someone, it's always demonstrated. Dad took it a step further. Look what the Bible says. And the son said to the father, I have sinned against heaven, and thy sight am no more worthy to be called thy son. But the father said to the servant, watch this, because love always gives. Bring forth the best robe and put it on him and put a ring on his hand that shows ownership he's mine that's my boy and put shoes on his feet he was shoeless he must have smelled living with the swine living with the pigs eating what the pigs ate in the hog pen of sin living a filthy life with wasted his money and riotous living Dad said, you're my son. Bring a good robe. No, bring the best robe. Bring a ring. I wanted to indicate that he's, he's part of our family. And bring him shoes to walk with. That's what our Lord did for us. The Bible says, for when we were yet enemies. To think of this, God saw us. He were, we were an enemy, and yet... He reconciled us by his life. And here in his love, not that we loved him, he loved us. And he gave himself, we sang, Oh, the love that drew salvation's plan. Oh, the grace that brought it down to man. Oh, the mighty gulf that God did span. At Calvary, mercy there was great and grace. All because he loved us. There my burdened soul found. At Calvary. I, I'm overwhelmed tonight. I, I, I've tried to ponder it for weeks now, knowing for, I guess, a month or longer that we'd be here. That God loves Jack Freeber. I can't comprehend it because I know Jack Freeber. And he loves me like I was his only child. 
And he loved me while I was an enemy and a stranger and a foreigner and a sinner. Had nothing to offer. What a loving, loving God we have. Thank you for listening to the audio preaching podcast from North Valley Baptist Church in Santa Clara, California, led by Pastor Jack Treber. For more information about our ministry or to find out how to get in contact with us, visit our website at nvbc.org. May God bless you as you serve Him this week.